0: You're listening to Reality Check with Fresh Oil Ministries. We pray that our ministry will encourage you to have a closer relationship with Jesus with our intriguing interviews and Christian direction. Now let's get right to the program, sponsored by our friends at Grenada Church of God. The churches that you go into that are struggling, these people, have you ever just walked into a room when you got there? and you just knew it's like you just bam you hit a brick wall and you just knew you were in for a week absolutely Uh uh-huh
1: in fact we were in a church in benson north carolina one time and uh we were in a revival and that church had pentecostal written on everything i mean facebook pentecostal yeah i mean pentecostal everywhere and so i'm like man these folks are gonna have it when i get there they're gonna be on fire and i got that church sunday morning and (laughs) Got up to the pulpit and started preaching. And believe it or not, I only preached for 15 minutes, which anybody that's ever heard me preach knows that that is not Garrett Marchant uh, service time right there. That could usually release preach for 45 minutes, usually. But uh, anyway, that being said, um, that morning I got in the car after service. I told her, I said, I ain't coming back tonight. We were booked Sunday night through Wednesday night. I said, I will not go back. I said, I will not go back to that dinner." of devils. Were you I just said,
0: fired I said, up? I said, I said,
1: they ain't got no Holy Ghost. And Lauren looked at me and she said, well, this is what God's called us to do. God's called us to, to go to these dead churches. That's what revival really is anyway. And so she drugged me back, kicking and screaming that <laughs> night. By the time service over Sunday night, she looked at me in the car. She said, don't you ever book this church again. <laughs> it was that bad. It was
0: that bad. It was that it was
1: bad. Was that bad. Wow. And what made it so bad was, uh, Long story short, uh, Monday night, uh, I preached on the Holy Ghost every night because the Lord told me to before yeah, I got there. Every yeah. service, I preached on the Holy Ghost because the Lord told me. And uh, the Monday night service, the pastor literally got up and walked out. But the, You're kidding me. The moment him and his wife stepped out the door... We couldn't get these people to move, couldn't get these people to come to the altar, couldn't get them to pray, nothing. The pastor was sitting on the back row, so not one person in the church knew that the pastor left. The moment the pastor and his wife walked out the door, the church flooded the altars, and for an hour that night cried out to God for Uh, a move of God. uh, Wow. And so... So that, there
0: your hindrance is right there. Absolutely. Wow.
1: And what a lot of people don't understand is that one person can hinder yeah. the yeah. move of God.
0: They really truly can. So, you, you know, you come in and, and you see... All sorts of people mm-hmm. you see hurting people, you see people who are on fire for God. you see just every kind of walk of life I'm sure, and and you come in and you, you see uh, churches with praise teams, churches without praise teams, you see um, greeters you see there's all sorts of things and sizes those yeah. churches are really small, mm-hmm. and you've got those precious country churches, and you've got these big old churches that run two and three hundred mm-hmm. you got you know there's just so many different things well yeah. when you walk in a church and you immediately see so and, and no one just watching you the few days that I've seen you and how you are so obedient the Spirit of God. I just, I, I, I watched, to this is just me, I don't know how to say this other than God just gets all over you. He yes. just gets all over mm-hmm. you, and it's just, you You have a look on your face, and then your wife, and I've asked Lauren to join us in the studio today. I'm so glad to have her here with her husband, Garrett Marchant, and, and these guys are such an incredible ministry team. The It's almost like her look coordinates with yours. It's like she sees what you see, or God puts mm-hmm. in her heart, and, and he just there is a can you see it when somebody is fake oh yeah oh
1: absolutely because that
0: is one of my biggest things in my life that I am trying to understand and God show me because I see people who are fake and I know it Yeah, I know it and it hurts my heart but yet these are the people that Seem to run the church, yeah, and seem to do we travel to a lot of them. That, yeah. Yes, and I, and I've seen this in many different areas. And I'm I'm how do you what, what do you do? What do you do? Do
1: well, you, I call it out. I was gonna say it <laughs> on my, to typify of so I'm like, do
0: you call them out? I'm like, I, it's like you see that spirit. I yeah. do, and I it's do. yeah, oh you recognize it. Absolutely, it's it's heart wrenching to me. Yeah, and and I thought it was just me, and what just the sad- being petty. You know what the I mean? Sadden- like, oh no. But the saddest thing about it though is nine times out of ten or I'll say eight times out of ten the pastor and his wife don't even recognize it yeah what I, is the saddest part thank God for you two that have helped me understand yeah yeah that it really is real and a lot of times the you people know who are like that is some of their biggest tithe payers yeah. or they oh, yeah. or they help compliment the church as in music or clerk or whatever or something yeah. absolutely you
1: always look at money and music yeah. And you always and it's find true. the devil somewhere You're absolutely in between right.
0: There. And it's it's a sad thing and it's <laughs> it is. True. It yeah. is so true. It is so true. But the devil and i you know, my husband um grew up Baptist. Yeah. And he is just absolutely fascinated with Pentecostal. He he digs and reads in the book of Acts. He wants to learn and know and yeah. and just really be filled. He is just, you know, God has just uh, I can't even tell you what he has done for that man. It is a, amazing. But he is so observant. Yeah. And I believe God has given him um, uh, a gift to recognize, absolutely, of discernment, to recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Discernment, to recognize yeah. And he can point them out and pick them out. And it, he'll say, babe, be careful of that. Yeah. yeah. Or, babe, you know, when we go we go a lot of different places and do different events and things at churches or whatever. And, and he's like, babe, you got to be real cautious now. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to watch them. You got to do... And now I'm like, oh, now in me, I'm oh, I see the good in everybody and it's just going to be fine. But then I'm learning. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Usually, usually before I get into the sanctuary, I see every devil that's in the room most of the time.
0: Okay.
1: Usually before the service even starts, I know what, I know what we're going to deal with because you can just feel it. Yeah. You can feel it.
0: And you know, you really can. I believe when... um, I believe that when the Holy Spirit is really inside of you and He really has taken over your life, yeah. that you can discern those things. Yeah. And I think it's important to discern those things. And I do believe that uh, a lot of pastors and people are just oblivious to it because they don't want to see it. Yeah, right. they don't want to see that. Right. They just, you know, uh, that's not what they're looking for. Yeah. They want yeah. just they love they love everybody and they right. want everybody to well, be good and it just don't work that way. A lot of right. people
1: pray for God to open their eyes, but yeah. a lot of times when God really opens your eyes, you don't like what you see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't and, want to accept it. And I'm that's
1: telling right. you, uh, you know, a lot of times we pray for all the gifts of the. We say, "Lord, give us the gifts of the Spirit." We want the tongues and interpretation. Right. We want to prophesy. We want all these things. Yeah. Everybody forgets about the gift of discernment,
0: and that's a very important. And the gift. truth
1: is, we can have all the other gifts, but if we don't have discernment. Um, a lot of times we, we, we're we misusing our gifts that we have.
0: Yeah. So oh, that's really good. That's really I, I
1: believe good. in discernment.
0: Yeah, and, absolutely.
1: Uh, you know, that, that's one thing about the old church. You know, I, I don't know how I can talk about the old church only being 24.
0: That's all right. But uh,
1: anyway, <laughs> I can't remember, you know, some of the old saints, you know, they might not have shouted like we shout and run and jump right. and hang from chandeliers all the time like yeah. we do. But a lot of the older generation could really discern
0: they could see things, man,
1: and, uh, for what
0: they really you, were. You couldn't. Yeah.
1: You couldn't play with them. Yeah. You just. That's why they had so much power, because whenever whenever God gives you insight to see, God's giving you that insight. If God if God gives you insight, He gives you the authority and the power mm-hmm. yeah. to to, yeah. to remove it and do what needs to be done to it. Right. And so discernment, I believe, is is. The greatest gift God can give a believer. Yeah. Because if God gives you insight to see it, then God can give you the power to overcome it.
0: Yeah. I believe that with all my heart. You yes. are so, so right. And for you to be 25 years old? 24. 24 years old. I don't make you any older than you already are. <laughs> 24 years old, you are so insightful. You are so um, uh, wise, really, because apparently and obviously you stay in word and you stay close to God. So I don't think. It truly matters how old you are. No, not Whether doesn't. you're really, really young, right, or really, really old, yeah. or in the middle, it doesn't matter. God can use people. You know, he can is, He can use whoever He wants that's right. to. I don't care who it is. Absolutely. That's that's right. Right. And I don't really care who likes it. Yeah. That's that's right. Right. It's really not up to us to like it if God uses somebody or not. That's, that's right. right. You know, it's not my choice. Yeah. You know, I might not have chosen that person, but if God wants to use them, all right, yeah, okay, that's right. God, whatever you say, sir, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, you see that. When you walk in a church, and then just like you said, the hindering spirit Mm -hmm. was supposed to be the leading spirit around there, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. So when they left something breaks yeah. right. in the room. Mm-hmm. It just breaks. Mm-hmm. And you can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, a weight has been lifted oh, yeah. when something like that leaves the yeah. room. Yeah. You know? I, I told freedom. my husband, freedom? Are yeah. you kidding? Absolutely. Yeah. That is the best word because yeah. it, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just, it's like now we can finally move. It's like yeah. you feel like even though you're Close to God, I could be close to God as I could be and just be on fire, but have that hindering spirit in the room, and it feels like there's a wet blanket on me, like I cannot move, I cannot function until something happens. Something's got to go. Something's got to go.
1: And one thing about that heaviness, whenever there's hindrances in the room, there's a heaviness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the enemy is always working in counterfeits. He counterfeits everything God does. Yeah. And in those places where you can feel that heaviness. Oftentimes is a counterfeit for the weight of God's glory that God wants to rest in that place.
0: Explain that a little bit for the listeners. Help them understand yep. what you're saying.
1: So that there is a weightiness in the glory of God, and we experienced that here at Grenada last night.
0: Absolutely.
1: Just the weightiness where you can't. It's like you can't move, you can't Mm-mm. you can't function, you can't do anything because just God's presence is so strong yes. and so real. And so oftentimes the enemy will come in and he will try to weigh you down mm-hmm. and and he will stop you from from worshiping because he understands that if you can get to such a place in your worship that you can access the glory of God, that the weightness of God's glory will come down. And when his glory comes down it, it, it's it's indescribable. Yeah. I can't describe it. I can't no. I can't tell you what the glory of God feels like, but I can tell you it's real, mm-hmm. and it's what we need. And the enemy's done everything he can to counterfeit the glory of God, but I'm telling you, the glory is is in the house. Yeah. The glory is coming to those to any place that 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 people are hungry right now. Yeah, and so I, I've really uh, my message for the last probably a year or two years of my ministry, I've just been so focused on the glory of God because there is such a heaviness in so many places and God wants to replace that heaviness with the weight of His glory, because yeah. it's in His glory that everything changes. It's in His glory that that lives are transformed. And I'm telling you, what the world needs, what addicts in our world need—I mean, we've got more people addicted and in problems in the circumstances today uh-huh. than any other time in the history of our world. Totally right. And, and so, what is it going to take for that? It's going to take something real. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but good good music ain't going to do it. Thank good you, good preaching ain't going to do it. It's I, not. I've heard too many good messages. I've heard too many good sermons, and ain't nobody going to got any power or authority and the glory never shows up. And I've gotten to the place in our ministry where even this week I was telling pastor, uh, McElroy here at Grenada church of God. I said, I feel like I ain't even done my job this week. I said, I'm the preacher. I ain't even preached this week yet. (laughs) And, uh, but I I told him, I said, I said, but you know, the, the thing is the glory of God is so real in this place right now that honestly you, you can't, I can't, it's like. Just the presence of God is so tangible. And what people got to understand is, you know, it's in those moments when God's glory shows up. Yeah. God's glory doesn't need a man. God's yeah. glory is he, he can speak for himself. He can
0: do whatever he wants. And sure. when,
1: when the glory of God shows up, I'm telling you, there's nothing that shows you God is more real than a move of his spirit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we want to win, folks. We need to show them something real because a, a good sermon can be taught. Sure. I, I've seen too many people that have been taught how to preach.
0: You can print sermons off the internet, darling. You can all day long. They've been taught
1: how to preach. They've been taught the lingo. They've been taught the cliches. And and I'm sorry everybody can get up and hoop and holler and dance and shout just a little bit. I'm not convinced by how how talented you are. Yeah. We have had a bad habit in the church of deeming the anointing to anybody that can get up and holler while they're preaching. And that's
0: not right. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Reality Check with Fresh Oil Ministries. We thank you so much for listening. Now, back to the program.
1: It's the glory when the glory shows up. That, that's what I'm looking for. Yes. And that's what the body of Christ needs. That's what our churches needs because it's in the glory of God like we experience, or in our experience and are experiencing even right now. I'm sorry, but whenever you've got five and ten-year-olds coming up and receiving the Holy Ghost and laid out in the Spirit yeah. for hours, and whenever you've got addicts that are being set free, whenever you got people that, that are not even looking for God but end up in a place and the Spirit of God speaks to them and, and shows them how real He is, it's those moments that yeah. transform lives, not a message.
0: That, you are so right. Yeah. You were Last night, these children yeah. just—you know, I was so— and I don't want to use the word impressed because not, that's not what I'm trying to say. I was so um, taken back by yeah. what you did and allowing the children to minister. Because I'm going to tell you something. The children, they are brutally honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you exactly the way they think and not yeah. hold anything back. And I know my granddaughter, for one, if you ask her to pray, okay, where? Where are you when we go? Yeah. There is no—children— Need to be used yeah. Absolutely. and you used them last night and allowed God to yeah. use them they're in such a way well, well,
1: the, yes. pro- the the problem is you know even like Lauren just said the church always we always have a habit of referring to young people as the next generation and, and the future church and all this, and I believe a lot of times we mess up by by labeling them the future church because the truth is they're the church right now
0: they are yeah they are and, You're right
1: and and honestly um you know one of our biggest one of my biggest struggles in ministry especially when I first started out was everybody's like oh he's only 17 18 years old right. 19 years old yeah. even now I'm 24 I feel like I'm you know like 84 but
0: <laughs> I'm 24
1: and a lot of places will go and people will look at us and see our age and they're like oh he can't tell I, me nothing uh uh-huh. yeah
0: they're looking with the attitude it, already they, yeah. they, they
1: ain't got nothing that, right. they ain't got nothing new in all this mess but the truth is it, it, it's it's on those young people right now that I believe God is raising up.
0: I believe that. God's
1: raising them up because He sees generations mm-hmm. that will not even uh, stay in the altar long enough to, mm-hmm. to to, be in the glory of God. He sees people that won't even come to church. Sadly. To true. see the glory of God. And that's we just. He, 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 I don't want to sound ugly by saying this, but I'm going to say it anyhow. Go
0: ahead.
1: The, the church has had a bad habit of reminiscing on what God's done. And we've neglected what God's doing.
0: Can I tell you something? You just, you have no idea. The last several weeks, I have been uh, talking to different people that I wanted to have on the program. And just a couple of weeks ago, I said to one young lady, I said, you know, you know, God was telling them, hey, you got to move this old Grain to yeah. make room for the new. The old is great and good. Yeah. That's all. That's awesome. We should remember it. We should cherish it and honor that right. that 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 God did right. at that time. But we got to make room for the new. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't just sit and reminisce sure. yeah. and revel in the oh, all the old days and I wish it was like this. Yeah. The things I've seen in my, in my fifty years of life, I've seen a lot of things. Yeah. And I remember the revivals in the eighties. For y'all were all even born. I mean, <laughs> it was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. seeing the things. That God was on fire. Yeah. Preachers literally running across the backs of the, of the pews, yeah. Yeah. Literally doing it. I've seen legs grow in yeah. front of my face. As close as I am to you, mm-hmm. a little boy's leg grew right in front of my face. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa! I mean, I've seen... Th- I'm getting chill bumps. Y'all. I, I've seen things. But I also know that the things that are to be seen yeah. are going to be even greater than absolutely. those things. Yes. So, yeah. and, and the
1: truth is, to those that are hungry and believing God for those things, they're still happening. Yes. yes. I mean, it the,
0: never stopped.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we, we not not throwing numbers out there to, to make ourselves sound like we're doing something, but you know, a, a lot of folks just don't believe God's moving anymore. Yeah. It's a lie because. We average seeing at least 200 people a year saved. Oh,
0: that's phenomenal. Two to
1: 300 plus every year filled with the Holy Ghost. Wow. With evidence of speaking in tongues like, man, yeah, that, wow. not just saying they got filled with right, the Holy Ghost, the evidence yeah. of it. Uh, I mean, we, we see it every week. We Just last year in our ministry, on two uh, occurrences, uh, people who had one leg shorter than the other, we literally watched the leg grow out yes. right before our eyes we've been in services in the last year where you could literally see fog come across the sanctuary Absolutely. where you can literally see the evident glory of God so the thing is what we have we've gotten satisfied with what God did mm-hmm. and and that's one of our biggest problems as a church is we have a move of God and we get satisfied.
0: I don't ever want to be satisfied. Mm.
1: And getting satisfied is the worst thing you could do for yourself as a oh, believer. You're
0: right.
1: Because a lot of times we get in, in, in a place where we'll have a good revival. We'll have an evangelist come through and they'll lay hands on us and the glory will fall and we'll get a word and all this and then we're just satisfied. Yeah. And, and we wait until the next revival. And then we go and we look another word and somebody lay their hands on us. Yeah. And, and we miss it. And that's why we've got a generation today that experienced the glory, but now today, sits on a pew and just warms it and is satisfied because instead of understanding that whenever God moves in your life, God doesn't move in your life to get you to a place for you to stay there. To God moves in your life to get you to that level so that you don't just stay at that level, but so that whenever you come back, you can uh, go higher from that level because Bible says that he would take us from glory to glory, right? glory to glory to glory. Yeah. And so understand whenever god takes us to a place in his presence he doesn't take us there for that to be the peak he takes us there for that to be our starting place right next time we get there
0: we got to stay hungry
1: absolutely you got to
0: always want more i have felt guilty the last several months for wanting more yeah what is wrong with me why do i feel guilty i want to feel guilty for wanting more i want more of god and if somebody else don't want it i'm sorry baby i'm leaving you i'm out i'm gone i need more i want more
1: my wife will tell you I'm not a person that is satisfied very easily. Right, right. Especially when it comes to to things of God, moves of God. Yeah. Um, Every time after a service, it doesn't matter if we're in those services where legs are growing and folks are uh, getting healed and delivered and set free and saved and filled the Holy Ghost. If we have... 10 filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm like, well, we should have had 20.
0: Right, right. we have
1: 15 get saved, I'm like, well, we should have had 30 got right, saved. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm never satisfied with, with what God has done. I'm thankful for what God's done. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I don't want to sound you know, like uh, but it's, you know it's, there's all, more. it's all about numbers, but sure. the thing is, I know and I believe God so strongly that I just know that there's so much more Absolutely. than what I've experienced. There's so much more than what I've seen, and I truly believe that God is honoring people right now that say, God, and, and, and it's, it's not that we're trying to be selfish, it's not that we're not thankful, but it's just that we know God at such a level and we believe God to be so much greater than what we're seeing yeah. in our churches right now that we just believe God that we can see so much more, so much greater than what we're seeing right now. I'm t- I, if in the Old Testament they could see the glory of God, the physical glory of God yeah. fill temples, how much more should we see the physical glory of God today? Absolutely. How much more should we see moves of God? How much more should we see moves of God like the day of Pentecost every time we come together today? Right. And so I just believe God for greater than what I've ever seen right now.
0: Oh, I totally I am right in that boat with you. I I've just I've just become so tired yeah. Yeah. of um you know holding back for other people yeah. because they don't want to go forward right. and because that's not meant to be ugly. It's just right. if you don't want to go Then I'm going, you know, I'm in the car, I'm pushing the gas. I'm out. If you want to come with me, let's go together. But if you don't want to go stay there and be stagnant, I'm not going to, you know, I was stagnant for too long thinking I was in the wrong for wanting more of God, wanting God to move in my life, knowing that he's going to, feeling that he's going to, and then, not allowing him yeah. to i didn't let him i didn't it was my mm-hmm. fault, I said, yeah. ",'m mm, not ready for that yet, yeah, you know so he's like, all right, sister, you know that's you know that's just God's so literal he's just yeah. so yeah. he's so easy to understand if people would just try, yeah, you right. know what I mean right. um uh I mean we'll never wrap our minds around right him, that's right, him, but in in essence, he he has made himself known to us in his word. It's right, it's right there. If you want to know who God right. is, we'll open the book for heaven's sake. Right. It's yeah. right there. Yeah. And he's not going to leave you wanting. Yeah. He's not going to leave you wishing you had more if yeah. you want it. Right. Well,
1: the thing we've got to understand is a lot of times in our Pentecostal churches and in the Pentecostal realm, what we do is we label God on levels. Mm. And what I mean by that is, The first level for someone is to get saved. And then after we get them saved, we say, well, we're going to get them sanctified. And after we get them sanctified, we're going to get them filled with the Holy Ghost. Then after they get filled with the Holy Ghost and they're speaking in tongues. We we just leave them there so many times. And
0: then it's just kind of like,
1: because it's like we we get them to a certain place. And once they reach that level, it's like, man, they've gotten on that level. And so we're good to go now. Right. And what we don't understand is God doesn't work on levels. He works in dimensions.
0: Oh, that's good. And
1: so God doesn't just want to take us through level one, two, and three. God wants to take us, To glory, to glory, a different dimension, and higher in His presence, and deeper in His spirit than what we can fathom and understand. Oh, wow! And so, I, I think that in this season, God is God is doing that. God is. God is going to do things that blow your mind. God's going to do things that leaves preachers saying, I really don't know what's going on right now, but all I know is it's a move of God. It's yeah. the glory of God. Yeah. And and I'm longing for that. I'm longing for us to have such a move of God that we cannot describe it. Yeah. We cannot tell people what happened. We cannot tell people what we've seen. We cannot tell people the glory we're experiencing. They're
0: just going to have to come see. Absolutely. They're going to have to experience it for themselves.
1: That's that's they, what the book of Acts Church was. It, absolutely. Had to see it
0: you got, man, yes. you like you've got to be in the middle of it. Yeah. I want to always be in the middle. I, I was standing in the sound booth last night, and I was standing there thinking, man, this is just, I can't, I'm, I don't, I can't be still. I yes. just, when the Lord's moving, I just can't be still. I, you know, I've always been a praiser, a worshiper. I yeah. just need to love on Him. Yeah. I just need to. And and I, that is something i got to have in my life. I can't live without it. I just cannot go a day without it. Yeah. So I'm standing in the sound booth, and, and um, I, I, I don't like to be confined. Um, my husband is... Is, is wonderful and and he stays there and he's so patient. I'm not. I got to get down. I got to run. I got to go. I got to. I just you know whatever. I just and so I I go up and I see my kids in the altar and and, and they're there and and it's just the moments that you see your children experiencing oh, yeah. Yeah. something from God that you can't give them. Yeah, I can I can love my kids. I can love my grandkids, but I cannot give them what God can give. That's them. Right. I Cannot do it. But I was standing there before I left out of the sound booth last night. I was standing there. And, you know, I I always, um, I'm one to get chill bumps. God moves. And when he, I just, I feel him. Mm, It's a literal feeling for me. He just, he wells up inside of me and I I feel, I feel like I just can't contain myself, you know, but I was standing there and I said, God, I don't, I don't just, just want a feeling. Yeah. I want the fruit. And it just, I just, I I couldn't go. I couldn't stay there any longer. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go. And it's just like, I, I don't ever want to just feel like yeah. well I felt God this Sunday that's wonderful and I'm yeah. going to go home and cook my, my chicken noodle soup and I'm going to go about my, on my business recliner. you can yeah. it don't matter but, what you do but, right. but if you don't have the fruit yep. then something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. right I don't want just that feeling right. oh I want a feeling now yeah. and I don't want just that right. I want the fruit after that Thank you for listening to Reality Check with Fresh Oil Ministries. We pray that you've been encouraged and blessed. If you would like to be a sponsor of our ministry, just email us at freshoil9210 at gmail.com. That's freshoil9210 at gmail.com. Thank you to our sponsor this week, our friends from Grenada Church of God. We pray that God will bless you and keep you, and have a wonderful week.